I am glad to start seeing people like people are turning on Lord, and, I, and it makes me feel like an <laughs> asshole. Glad it makes me <laughs> brunch hit it, boys. We got a remote episode. Uh, Pete, you have some news, and this time it's personal. I do, and it's not good news. I have the I have the vid. I have the COVID finally. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that either of us got it, but it just speaks to that anybody can get it and that you got to be careful and take precautions. Obviously, everybody has, but like even with the vaccine and stuff, not to get all Fauci on everybody, like it's people are still gonna get it but you haven't had symptoms i did uh i did the first night uh the first night i i had uh after i found out i had like a 102 fever so i was like oh okay yeah i probably have it from the first night on um but i i got exposed um and at that point i hadn't felt any symptoms so i was like oh no (laughs) But you're what? You're roughly? Are you almost a week into it or something? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a little over a week, like after exposure. Uh, how do you? I feel fine now. now. Like I, it was only that one night that I really felt tough. I look like shit right now, but that one uh, night. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I felt bad for like one night. Had a bad fever. Then like was congested for a few days, and that was it. So I feel fine now. I'm going to be a real lib. Uh, can I get a testimonial from you on the vaccine? I mean, I assume that that's what the vaccine helped with, is that I only felt bad for one night. Um, yeah, that's and right. I got I got the shittiest vaccine. I got the J&J. So if that can work, God bless everybody else. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I didn't know if you would want to... Um, I mean, I've certainly had a bunch of friends get it and everything, and... I've only, I'll be honest, like I've only tested myself once. So for all I know, maybe I had it at some point. I'm realizing as I say that, that's like not great, but I've never felt any symptoms or anything. And I don't know, like I just look at it as if you have the vaccine, because I have a friend who had COVID, got the vaccine and then got COVID again and was like pissed at COVID obviously, but didn't have any symptoms. So if you can get it, Get I had it. I had some symptoms. So like after the uh, after the night where I had the fever, like being that I just traveled, I probably would have gotten tested just because mm-hmm. like I had 102 fever and I just got off a plane like two days earlier. So I would have been like, mm, let's put two and two together here. Let me get tested. Are you happy? I mean, I just told the story of my friend who had COVID, got vaxxed and then got COVID again. But uh, do you feel good about your antibodies? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like. At this point, like, I was sort of, I found out yesterday, which was, like, four or five days after I actually got tested with a PCR, and, like, at like at the point yesterday, I was, like, I kind of hope that I, that I'm positive here, because I feel fine, and I would like, I would like some antibodies, please. So. How much? And, like, a little bit of immunity, temporary immunity, I'll take that. This is, uh, I like this, this is, like, the first interview and brunch history including interviews that we've had (laughs) right how has covid affected your life your day-to-day um isolating in my own house for the past like uh past week or so uh it hasn't doesn't like it hasn't affected me all that much other than like 
Ellen sort of like doesn't want me touching anything, so she's like making all my meals. She's uh, isolating in a separate part of the house, so like we're barely seeing each other. I'm sleeping on the couch, hmm. so it's other than that, not very different. Just a lot of video games, and that's about it. Sounds like you got a real Chris Cuomo early pandemic situation going on. You remember that? Uh, yes. Where he yeah, was COVID just, had to live in his basement. Yeah, and had like food dropped off at the top of the stairs. Yeah, they really treated him like a <laughs> like, like a, a pr- like a prisoner, prisoner yeah. like a rat. We have an Italian in our basement. Right. They're just like he has like a little bell he can ring, but if he rings it too often, they get mad at him and turn off the lights <laughs> as he's doing TV. I know we probably talked about it at the time in the early Zoom episodes of uh, of brunch, but those handoffs from Cuomo to Lemon, yeah. where Lemon would just absolutely destroy him and make fun of him for having COVID, there just aren't that many times anymore. I suppose this is good for everybody. There aren't many times anymore that like you hear a well-intentioned person like really go for it and yeah. say something that they know is like, like mean, mean and yeah. inappropriate. <laughs> Super funny though. Uh, on that subject, unless we want to keep uh, talking COVID, I still have so many questions. But uh, concert season is now upon us. Not a great transition from. No. Hey, COVID is definitely still going around. We have to be as safe as possible. I am being as safe as possible, but um, concert season is upon us, and I know it's not a concert. But last week, I saw John Mulaney during this unprecedented 21-night run at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. And let me tell you, that was the first time in forever that I like was laughing at somebody being really inappropriate and dark. And I don't remember John Mulaney ever really being inappropriate on pers- in person. Or like, uh, I'm sorry, intentionally. Yeah. But it was, it was a lot of inappropriate shit. From the Mullane guy. But you said it was great, right? It was awesome. It was his best since New in Town, I think. Wow. And I didn't like... Uh, I thought Kid Gorgeous was kind of like... Okay, now he's like this bona fide celebrity household name. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. And it doesn't really matter the kind of quality of work he does. Shout out, Lord. <laughs> um, I am glad to start seeing people like... People are turning on Lord. And, I, and it makes me feel like an asshole. <laughs> it makes me, it. <laughs> it makes me seem like an asshole, but I'm happy about it. Like her music were, isn't as good. You weren't you weren't crazy about pure heroin, right? Oh no, that's not true. I liked pure heroin a lot. Okay. I wasn't crazy about melodrama. Okay, I definitely wasn't crazy about melodrama either. I loved um, I loved Greenlight, and that's like that. Goes I didn't on I didn't my, like Greenlight. That might be what you're thinking of. Like I wasn't even a big fan of Greenlight. Okay, that goes on my. And I do have this. That goes on my best of Jack Antonoff playlist. Ooh. The uh, Green Light is a great song. Do you know that Lord played Green Light for Max Martin? And Max Martin said, I have a very specific opinion on this, and I don't want you to be offended by it. And Lord said, Well, you got to tell me now. Max Martin told her that the song was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> did he specify incredible? why i wish he didn't yeah i, think I do did. i do love that uh that somebody telling somebody that like their their art is incorrect 
Isn't that doesn't that as I say, doesn't that, that sound so much like our man, um like uh Reynolds Woodcock? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's incorrect. Yes, this is entirely incorrect. Uh could you elaborate? It's entirely incorrect it and is, breakfast. It is too incorrect. It is that what, yeah, he, what was his explanation? Uh, I don't know if he gave an explanation, but and Lord said like I understand what he meant and everything. It's a weird song. It has a it it has a key change uh, in its pre-chorus that like really really shouldn't happen, and that's why I like it so much. Like I I like weird shit like that where it sounds like a song, but it doesn't really fall into the kind of rules. And mm. I could see Max Martin who has literally perfected music hearing something like that and being like no like, yeah if you're like max martin you don't have to like you don't have to twist the rules you just play by the rule book and you get super rich because everything you make is just uh, uh just like incredible he's an absolute legend i had i was talking to someone recently and so and i brought up max martin because i was talking to someone recently so i was talking mm-hmm. and max i brought up max martin and um I forget who this was. I'm not trying to call anybody out. But they were like, oh, who's that? And I was like, yo, Max Martin is. I was kind of Tom Haverford talking to Anne about uh, Genuine. Oh, yeah. But Anne doesn't know who Genuine is. Right. Genuine is Genuine. Yeah. Shout out Max Martin. But yeah, Mulaney, I don't want to get, I don't like to go see a comedy show and then give it away. That's uh that's like the weirdest thing you can spoil, but a lot of stuff about his intervention, which I didn't love. It, it was like very name droppy because literally everybody at his intervention was famous. So he kind of called that out and he was like, if you're wondering if I'm going to uh, keep just like rattling off famous people, only famous people were at my intervention. And he was like, that's when I kind of realized that I made it, that. When I got to my intervention, it was like a who's who because um, it was Seth Meyers, Bill Hader, Fred Armisen, um, and a bunch of other celebs. But yeah, man, he was funny. He did some like he did some like inappropriate stuff about the environment, about uh, grandparents. He had some like classic Mulaney observational stuff. I thought it was really, really funny. He had a bit about the FBI that was like, that was A+. plus. Just a lot of stuff about how Trump being president made us be so serious about so many things that we'd normally joke about. And he was like, I, I was, he was saying he just kind of misses making fun of everything and, and hating everything. It was really funny. If you could go, I know he's um, going on tour off of this. I, uh, I recommend it. Very, uh, very, very funny stuff. Yeah, um, the the last time that I saw Mulaney, uh, I I enjoyed it, but it was like, um, I think I've I've said this before, but like the thing that bothers him is that his stuff has so much uh, life. Like his set lasts for like over a calendar year usually. I don't know if it's going to be the same with this stuff, but uh, I was just bummed when I saw him live, and then like a year later, his special was basically the entire same set, same set. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's always going to be like that. I saw him multiple times during, I guess, the lead up to the Comeback Kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen the um, the Fugitive bit. Yeah. 
I've seen that live, like over the course of going to see him, like whenever he was in town. I think I saw that live two or three times. But I mean, that's what a lot of comedians do. And if they go through town a couple times in a year, like it's natural to be like, oh, they're so funny. I want to go see them. But you're going to see hella repeats. You got to wait for a special to come out if you want anything new, unless it's. Is it Louis C.K. dumps his set every year? Yeah, yeah. Then he dumped his uh, career. I was gonna say, does I, I? I don't know what kind of rules he's playing by now. I I have seen his most recent. He put out a special maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, or something. Yeah, I have seen it. Somebody said that uh, that uh, his new stuff is very bad. Well, this is just an observation. I could be incorrect, but it feels like having been canceled. He's like leaning into, like, yeah. oh, you think I'm a monster? Well, I'll give you a monster. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's the the proper response. In fact, I know that's not the the proper response. But yeah, if if you can see this these Mulaney shows, I mean, the, the tickets went on sale a while ago, and I think we talked about it. I think we made like a group decision, group of two. We made a blood oath. Uh, don't need it it seems like there's this real like apex of john mulaney's personal life is like the hottest topic in hollywood yeah and it's like uh well he's like an addict and he's going through a lot and i don't know if seeing him in two months is like who knows maybe being maybe working is healthy for him and everything but i feel like a lot of people are just like ooh. Who's he dating? Is he going to talk about his divorce? Yeah, there's um, there's like real animal in the zoo energy. Sort yeah. of like you got to go see him. Yeah, and we've always... I like that this has always been a podcast that has kind of felt weird about that. Like like the the, the whole Taco Fall experience in Boston always has, has weirded me out. Then everyone's like, we love him so much. And I'm like, why? And they're like, I can't put it into words. It's like, it's... Is it because he's like a really, really tall guy that like can't move and you've never seen anything like like that before? And they respond, yeah, we've watched Char for the last years. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Char is the best. So see Mulaney if you can. I uh, I recommend it. I just I try to stay uh, a fun fact on you about Max Martin. I got this in my notes. You know what the most streamed song on Spotify is ever? I learned this recently. Ever? Uh, Katy Perry fireworks. That's not a bad, it's <laughs> not a bad selection. Yeah. I was shocked by this. Okay. It, I mean, it is also, it's not Katy Perry, but it is a Caucasian artist. Uh, man or woman? Ma- I believe man, man. Okay. Uh, although... I don't know what their pronouns are, but she is definitely part of what you can call them. I have no idea. What is that it? Was a, that was a really... You're going to... When I say the name, you're going to lo- love this clue. Okay. Their last name is She-Rin. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, uh, which one is it? Got to be uh, the like that wedding song, right? So that's the thing. Like, I'm glad you guessed this. It's Shape of You. Really? 
And I'm like, man, like I wouldn't even if you even guess this, that's Ed Sheeran's most streamed song. Yeah, I was watching a video on like the on artists' popularity over the years and like which artists have held up. And in it, they mentioned uh, they, they're comparing different uh, like old artists to current artists. And one interesting thing there was that Taylor Swift is not as popular on the streaming services as you would think. Like they were going through, okay, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, I think has like 2.6 billion streams or whatever. And all these artists, Nicki Minaj, like a lot of the kind of usual suspects are really up there. And Taylor ain't so high. She doesn't have any songs with a billion streams, which I guess isn't a huge surprise. But I'm like, man, that's Taylor Swift. Hmm. She also did just she also did just uh split her uh Well, I guess that doesn't really matter. I was gonna say uh well yeah, I guess it would matter. Like she split with like Taylor's version. Yeah. And now like she's get there's like probably half and half. Where like yeah, she's but I, splitting I wonder, the, the the listener base. Yeah, but do you think like Tim McGraw would be would have a, a billion streams? I'd bet no. No. Yeah. Um I don't know. That's interesting. But Ed Sheeran, huh? I yeah, uh, a... I would not put that as my favorite Ed Sheeran song, not by a long shot. Do I have a favorite Ed Sheeran song? Man, it could be. It honestly could be Don't. I think it's either, for me, it's either Don't or Drunk. Okay. What do you think of the new one, Bad Habits? I actually like it, but it's weird, and it's not really what I want Ed Sheeran doing. <laughs> It's fine. I feel like an asshole, like, trying to tell Ed Sheeran how to have his career. But, like, I'm rooting for him to go in a certain direction, and he's going the opposite way. Yeah, I'm rooting I mean, for him to basically become John Mayer. Yes, a far less, this isn't a word, plagiarative John Mayer. I saw a video recently about how, like, about all the times Ed Sheeran has been sued or called out for how his song is a direct ripoff of another song. Really? And I usually get mad when, like, I got, I got mad about the Blurred Lines thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't own a feel. You can't you can't sue over that. I got mad over Stay With Me. I'm like, you don't own three chords, Tom Petty. Get out of here. But a lot of the Ed Sheeran ones, you're like, man, that is pretty identical. So he makes all this money off these songs, but then he ends up having to pay so many people for them. But... Yeah, Bad Habits is okay. It's kind of... I don't like his voice on it. I th- I don't know if he pitches it up or something, but it just... It, it, it doesn't have the, the same attack that Ed Sheeran usually has when he sings. Because he usually really comes at you. Yeah. I love that about him. Yeah, I, uh, I, maybe it's the style of song. Because this is like... I feel like this is like the danciest song that he's ever put out. Yeah, this is like a big uh, wait till you get to the hook yeah. kind of song. Do you like that song? Do you do you like the Justin Bieber and what's that kid's name? I think it's the kid something. The kid Leroy? I don't know if I've listened to it. The uh, Stay? I don't know if I've listened it's to it. the best. Okay. It might be my song of the summer. Ooh, right at the... Uh... Right at the end of end of the line here, huh? Yeah, I don't know when it came out, but I think I started uh, Song of the Summering it maybe late July, early August. Let's okay, see. that counts. It, it, it's heat, and I'm sure the listeners have never heard it. It's <laughs> it probably has like it's probably 
just behind. Oh yeah, I know the uh, song. Shape of You on Spotify. Absolute heat. Oh yeah, I, that, I, yeah, I know that song. That song's very, very good. It at least came out in 2021, which makes me feel okay. It came out oh July 9th, 2021, and I knew about it by the end of July. Good for you. Don't big, look now. Big music guy over here. Don't look now, but DJ's getting back in touch with uh, the music. But yeah, got hella consequence. I saw Lake Street Dive over the weekend. I went to uh, Thompson's Point in Maine. Hadn't been there in oh, a minute. Oh, man, I'm jealous. It rocked. They're always great. Um, shout out them adding James Cornelison on guitar, son of Chicago Blackhawks national anthem singer, wow. Jim Cornelison. What a cool I was family. standing and clapping during all the songs. I don't think anybody <laughs> got it. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. I'm a, I'm a pretty tame concert goer. You are. Well, I've seen you go crazy, though. Yeah. But I don't think... I, you always go respectfully think. crazy. Yes. I was going to say, I don't think I'm the I hate that I'm standing near this guy person at a concert. Mm-mm. You usually invite the party. Right, right. Let it come to you. Remember just the? Uh, to you. I remember. Was it was it Moo that we went to a concert and there was just like you and some guy were basically just like you guys were like having a dance off or something. It was just ridiculous. Possibly. I think I mean, it was Moo at like one of the, the uh, one of the festivals. That seems like the place to do it. Yeah, we were also in. We were in a uh, a video on YouTube. Someone had shot. It was like a fan video of moo playing final song at was it probably it was probably Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza, yeah and we're like right in front of the the person who's shooting the video and we're dancing hell yeah we so are funny hell yeah we yeah. are <laughs> yeah so glad concerts are back we'll see what's going on with this d variant but as long as everything's safe i'm i'm carrying around my proof of vaccination getting in seeing the eagles on friday I'm seeing Dead & Co. on the next Thursday. Then the boys' Howmouth are coming by in a couple months. Concerts are back. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to Leon Bridges in September. Uh, Love it. And then is that all they have lined up right now? Where are you seeing the Bridge Boy, bruv? Uh, in, in Portland. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, State Theater? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I might um, I might go to Portland for Dr. Dog is doing a farewell tour. Might Dr. Dog is see- awesome. Right? See your boy Eric Slick. Yeah, yeah. See the man Eric Slick. The man, the myth, the ledge. Yeah. So, concertisms are upon us. Tweet at us with your favorite concerts. <laughs> Upcoming dead alive oh a big thing from that video i was watching though about the streams was that like the guy was like basically no one listens to to Jimi hendrix anymore but queen is like forever hot everybody will always like queen will always be the most popular thing and he was saying that like he would he played queen songs for his kids and they all his kids all knew like oh this is another one bites the dust or whatever and then he would play Taylor Swift songs for his kids. And they were like, this is clearly by Taylor Swift, but I don't know what this song is. Really? So, yeah. Kind of like crazy. That. I like that. Uh, I like Queen just holding holding their own for In, 
And I, I really hope that it's not because of Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. How do you think the uh, the the writer of that Bob Dylan story would feel about this? Do you remember the Bob Dylan story when he sold his... Uh, was it Bob Dylan or was it Paul Simon? Somebody sold their catalog and someone wrote like, it doesn't matter because in 200 years, no one will care about any of this. I don't know. And he was like faulting. I, I, it was Bob Dylan or Paul Simon, one of the artists with two first names. But it was like the most haterade, sipping, unnecessary piece in the world. Um, we got, do you want to do candle news? Do you want to do lasso discourse? What do you want? Uh, let's do the candle news first, then we'll get to lasso. Okay. Candles have been made. Vellabox X Vineyard Knights or Vineyard Knights X Vellabox, I think they put it. Shout out Brett, hooking it up. We got a candle collaboration available Thursday. It's the Vineyard Knights candle set. Three candles, three different vibes, all amazing scents. Three names. Last we were supposed to put them out last week and do a show, but uh, for COVID-related reasons, not because of it. me, not because of me, not, not because of your COVID. Um, so Thursday, what's a Thursday? Eight twenty-six twenty-one. These bad boys. And like I said, we did a whole unboxing on last week's episode. Everything. That's why last week's episode was short. Last week's episode, I think, ended up being like 35 minutes something. Because we did so much stuff on candles. We were showing off the candles, playing around with the candles. It's so amazing. Uh, smelling the candles. But we can vouch. They smell great. They are amazing. They come in these amazing bags if you're watching on the video. And I wish oh, I wish everybody could smell these things. They're incredible. Three candles, 248, 240, and 305. You know what it is. Each candle, each, uh, each purchase comes with a fourth Vineyard Night song that is not some like cheap, oh, I'm going to try to capitalize on the rousing success of the, the music and the candles, so I'm going to attach this new thing to it. This is from the original Vineyard Night Sessions. I literally just went into the session on Logic, did export, and that's what it is. So it's from last Wait, really? year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you being dude, serious about so, this? You didn't, you yeah, didn't tell so me this. Many, I made so many Vineyard Night songs. It was a really weird time. No, I knew that. I knew you made a bunch of them, but you didn't tell me that you were releasing one as part of like a thank you for everybody who buys it. Yeah, I thought that would be it's I think it's a very like Kendrick cool thing. Lamar-ish. He put out uh Untitled Unmastered where he just put a bunch out a bunch of extra songs mm-hmm. uh from the I think to him a butterfly sessions. This is this is unmixed unmastered. It's just everything that I did in my own computer. The other songs were master or mixed and mastered by the great Tim Smiley of the head and the heart and Houndmouth fame. So those were like professionally mixed, which is if you think that those songs are good and sound good, it's because of him. This, this was a fun Saman Vineyard. I, I guess this is, will just be called Vineyard Nights 4, but it was a fun song. It's a disco song. I didn't finish it because it's a real, it's 
the weirdest, definitely, of any of the Vineyard Night songs you will have heard. But it is unquestionably a disco song. It features some great playing from my friends Brad Goff and Dave Lefkin. Brad Goff will be with me Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST. We will be doing a candle release show stream where we play Vineyard Nights in its entirety. First time ever. And there will be some other surprises in there. It will be a fun time. So 8.30 p.m. Twitch.tv. What's what's the Twitch.tv? That's right. Backslash Brave Dave slash Brave Dave Bean. 8.30 p.m. I'll find the link. I'll tweet it out. Haven't streamed in a thousand years. It'll be a really good time. It's very um, exciting. I'm very upset that I cannot be there. Oh, shit. Why? Oh, you have... <laughs> I have COVID. <laughs> yes. I have the thing. I just, like, assumed you would be there. I was like, what? I mean, I'll be at the, I'll be on the stream, but I will not be there in person. Cool. Right, can you be, like, a bot for me? Because I'm not going to be looking at the a chat. A mod, right not a bot. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bot. Gosh, fuck. A mod? <laughs> so stupid. I don't know anything. Well, honestly, that. you're not wrong either way because they call shitty video game players bots. So I'm a pretty shitty really? video game player. Yeah. Yo, hold that thought. I'm going to give a quick sales pitch on the candles, but I want to talk about <laughs> okay. video games to you in a second. Okay, cool. All right. 248 orange and creamy vanilla combined Ooh. with honey and peach. Ooh. It smells so good. I burned some last night. It is the best smell. I. Oh, I so, wanna, I wanna, I wanna replace like you know when when dudes are smoking weed, they're like, "Hey, you want to burn?" What if, yes. what if we, what if we reappropriated burn and it just meant like going inside and two dudes sitting by a candle, dude? That's vineyard yes. nights. I, we're doing that. We're kind of stealing it from Brett. I don't know if he meant to say it like this, but he was like, "Dude, I burned some vineyard nights two forty last night, and it's like the best candle experience I've ever had." Like, I can't say it enough. These candles are amazing and i'm repeating myself from the unreleased portion of uh last week's episode but there was such a long and great candle selection process with brett brie from Velabox, everybody they we we discussed the the vibes of each song which smells might be appropriate which ones might suit the mood and they sent me so many candles for each uh, for each potential song, and I burned them, I smelled them, I listened to the songs with them, saw what felt right, gave them to Miles, asked what he thought about them, and we really had consensuses on two of them were no brainers. The third one, we were like, we each, I felt very strongly about one of them, and I think like that was Miles' second choice, something. So, okay. So are they, anyway, are these good bath candles? What's that? Are these good bath candles? Oh shoot, I haven't done You know what? I feel like I'll that would I feel like tonight. that would be like a necessary testing place. Like you, you, let me see. They have like I mean, testing laboratories for like uh crash test dummies for cars and stuff. I feel yeah. like the bath is very important for candles. I took my first yeah. bath in like 10 years last week. Dude, yes, bath <laughs> gang. It was, what up? It was quite it was quite nice. Baths are man, baths are great. I'm so glad that you're in on it. 
They rule. Did you do you have like bubble bath stuff? No, just a regular bath. But I, okay. uh, I, I, I don't you took a bath neat. I, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a, a have a tub though, so it's very unfortunate. I did it on the road. So I took the bath. I did it on the road. Yeah, I took the sh- took the bath <laughs> on the mess. road. <laughs> you made a mess. Uh, Vineyard Nights two forty candle. Notes of coral and moss balanced by hints of bamboo, leather, and smoke. If that doesn't suit that song, I don't know what the hell does. And then Vineyard Nights 305. I've told you, you've agreed. This is a damn flirty candle. It is. This candle bats its eyes at you a lot. Yeah, there's, a, li- there's, a, little no lip, there's a little, there's a little the lip biting in, in this candle. Champagne served with fresh mandarin. Mango and tangerine. It is. Hold on, I'm just gonna take a quick hit of <laughs> 305. Also, each box comes with a uh, special card. It's a picture related to Vineyard Nights. Oh my God, Vineyard Nights 305. What are you doing to me, <laughs> Mister 305? Mr. 305. Incredible. So you buy the set on velobox.com slash vineyard hyphen nights. Uh, I'll be or dash. Yeah, dash nights. Sorry. We'll be spamming the, the hell out of the link. I'll toss it up on the Grom, wherever you get your internet and your social media. Supplies are limited. An important thing I must say about these candles they're 100% soy wax. They're soy phthalate, phthalate-free fragrance. But this is the most important thing. They're vegan and cruelty-free. Heck yeah. So I don't know what you're doing with those other candles. Because if you want to be a good person in 2021, get the cruelty-free candle. You know, we've been cruel for too long. See what you can do to better yourself. Get the Vineyard Nights candles from Velabox. All right. On Oh shit. Vineyard Nights uh candles are available now. I got the date wrong. So <laughs> I definitely in classic brunch fashion. Yeah, definitely for sure. That's amazing. Definitely for uh people were like, "Ah, eh, I'm considering it. I'm glad I have a day to think about it though." And maybe tomorrow I'll be ready because it comes out tomorrow because he just said 300 times it comes out tomorrow. Whenever you are hearing this, they are available. So cop if you would like. Again, highly recommend would do it. Get those. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get one. Get get those candles. Get that extra tune and come by the uh, come by the party tomorrow. Check it out. We uh, haven't rehearsed yet, but. We're going to. I hope so. I hope so. Probably very quick, uh, in short order, before the the performance. Are you nervous? No. No. I don't know. I'm trying to think what stakes would make me nervous about it. Because I guess I'm... hmm, I don't really know how the songs go. I made them... (laughs) a while ago and when i sat down to play them there were a couple of uh like i forgot the words or you know the 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 songs are very um 
the, the songs sound like something I would make when sitting down with a guitar or a piano anyway. So even if I forget how they go, I think I'll kind of be able to remember on the fly. What, was the, la- what was the last time that you played, like, like you like seriously played music in front of a group of people? Oh, geez. A long time ago. Like, we're probably talking... I'm not, like, trying to make you nervous here, but I'm yeah, just Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I have done... I've done stand-up comedy since I've performed for... No, actually, that's not true. I played... Um, I played a little... I think it was, like, an open mic thing with a friend who go... He One of my friends would go to this uh, open mic at the Lizard Lounge, and one day we were hanging out, and... Uh, wrote a couple of songs and he was like, Hey, let's perform these at this uh, open mic thing in a couple of days. I was like, yeah, I'm down. It was a good time. But I don't know what, uh, he and I should, should get the band back together. There you go. It's not my friend Brad Goff though. who will be playing with me tomorrow. You can uh, check out his stuff. He's great. Like I said, we'll play vineyard nights. But there'll be some other stuff in there too. It'll be a uh, it'll be a very good time. Very excited. I don't I don't yet know how to kind of operate the the show though. I don't know if it should be like a tiny desk type thing. I don't know if I should be interacting with the audience much. I'm certainly not going to be getting up and checking what the the comments are saying. That's what you're for. You're there to to make sure it's only compliments. <laughs> But, I wish that uh, I wish that it would be. I wish I could be there because then I could monitor chat and I could just like throw a few questions at you. Yeah, and mm. I could be. We could be like all. Um, I love videos where, quote unquote, artists are just so quote unquote artist about it. There's a great guitar player, Jay Graydon, who played the guitar solo on "Peg" by Steely Dan. And it's like this very famous guitar solo, and he always gets interviewed about it, and he's always such a dick about it. They're like, it, it kind of has like a whatever type of feel. And he's like, no, man, no, <laughs> it, it really doesn't. And they're like, so it's like when you went in there, did you have a plan? And he's like, no, 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 I just, this is what they gave me. So this is what I had planned. And they're like, okay, so there was a plan. And he's like, no, like he makes it so all, kind of Kanye-ish like just wants to be as like like you don't understand right like no no matter what I all I want to do is make you feel like you're dumb and don't know anything so yeah I I don't know if I should be like pitching candles during it or if it should just be like a shut up and play the songs or just just plug the uh the candles every once in a while yeah Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. It'll be a very good time. Stop by. Again, the candles are on sale now. The stream is not currently happening. The stream... It could be, depending on what time somebody's listening to this. That's right. At 8.30 p.m. EST. So check it out. It'll be a very good time. You brought up video games, and I just want to say I saw Free Guy. Mm-hmm. How was that? Because I'm... What's that? I said, how was that? Really liked it. Yeah, I heard it was a lot of fun. It was a very fun movie. It was like a... I'd put it on like kind of the level of game night. Maybe a little worse. But okay. I'm like I, 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 it's in the 80s for me, I would say. 
wow. it's a really fun time. And what I love about it, I'm, I wish that you could see it so we could talk about it um, from your perspective as a gamer. Because as a non-gamer, I got everything, and that made me feel really good. It made they. I feel like that's a world that people who don't get it, I'm very guilty of this. They just kind of throw up their hands and they're like, well, I don't understand it. It's not something I do. Yep. And you just kind of don't play along at all. But this was a very, very accessible video game thing because the entire, th- or I guess half of it, it takes place between a video game and the, the real world. It's a very, very interesting concept. And Ryan Reynolds is great. Joe Keery is great. The whole cast is awesome. My guy from Pitch Perfect, pardon if I mispronounce it, Utkarsh um, Bootkar. Oh, okay. He's You definitely know him. If I know him. 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 He's the rapper. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Lil Rel's in it. I'm kind of ready for Lil Rel to play more than the friend. Lil Rel is always the friend in everything. Yeah. And I'm ready to see him be the bride. Really? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I, don't, I, I guess, like, nah. That's I, his, I, like, that's his I want sort him of his starring in a spot. comedy, or I want him in a lead in a comedy, is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. Because I, I feel like everyone's like, oh, let's get a little rel, make him the friend. Because he plays a friend so well. He's compassionate. He gives good advice. His characters are always a, a very good friend. And I'm like, yo, friends can be leads. That's right. How about... Yeah. How about Ryan Reynolds is the friend next time? Uh, Friends Jody... can definitely be lead. So how about Jennifer Aniston? She's led in a bunch of movies. That's right. Jody uh, Comer is the uh, the other lead, and she's great in it. I don't want to give away. I didn't. Don't look up the cast when you see this, because somebody comes in as a character about halfway through the movie, and it's somebody who they're like hyping. And when the person came in. I was delighted to see the person chosen to play them. Okay. So if you haven't looked up the cast yet, don't. But man, it was a really good time. I quite enjoyed it. Good movie. I, I wish that it was I it wish that like it was It seems like one of the movies that would be like should be available in theaters and on a streaming service. Yeah. As opposed to like Suicide Squad, which should be like that theater should be experience. a theater experience yeah free guy seems like it should be on a on a streaming service which by the way we got to talk about streaming services because i i put out a tweet last night and i thought that it was just me it's been since confirmed by all of twitter and you <laughs> especially that it's not just me the rewinding feature on a bunch of these streaming services is the absolute worst thing that has ever happened to technology Yes, the way I I didn't mean, and I I hope no one did this, but like your tweet, I knew that it was sincere, but it also kind of read as dude with the sign type of thing. What like because like, hey, does it is it just me or and it's like no, like it's it's definitely not you. But yours was more self deprecating. Yours was like, God damn it, I can't figure these (laughs) things. Like I'm, this is my worst skill. And I texted you right after. And I was like, dude, don't beat yourself up for that. Like, you are Robin Williams' voice. It's not your fault. It's so frustrating. Like, <laughs> there's been so many times in the past, uh, like, even like three or four days where I'm watching something late at night and, like, 
I'll nod off for like a second and be like, fuck, I missed something and try to rewind 10 seconds. And I end up having to rewatch like 25 minutes of shit that I already watched because I can't figure out the rewind. It is insane. And it's every streaming service. I was trying to think, does Netflix might be good? Maybe Netflix is, is Netflix? Netflix is pretty good because it shows you um, like the, yeah, right. the, the little pictures. So you can kind yeah. of get a uh, like a reference point of how far back you're going. HBO Max has got to be the yes, worst. There is. There is none worse than HBO Max. Like HBO, HBO Max, Max, you try to rewind 10 seconds, you may as well just create your own goddamn TV show to watch next. Yeah, just turn off the TV because <laughs> right. there's no way you're going to get to see any of that show again. <laughs> it's insane. I, re- I rewound while I was watching Suicide Squad, and it's like, I want to see the last 10 seconds. I got back to four minutes ago, but it started playing. And I have to accept that. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you're within five minutes, you kind of win on HBO yeah, if Max. You're, <laughs> if you're within five minutes of where you're trying to get to, <laughs> right. if you don't take that deal, you are. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you how you make choices in the rest of your life because you play it very fast and loose. <laughs> this Some be, of us. This should be like uh, the verbal, like a verbal meme. You know the uh, the Pawn Stars thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, I'd like to go back 15 seconds. Best, Best I, I can, can do, do is 43 minutes. <laughs> Best I can do is movie won't play anymore. <laughs> I love that. Love when we make memes. Let's make them. Hell yeah. Best I can do is you have to reset your entire internet and cable. Ugh. Maron. Uh I watched Annette. It's the new Adam Driver movie. Oh, it's boy. on Amazon. And it was like a we're going to watch Annette thing. Mm-hmm. I watched it a little bit before you. You I said, hey, let's watch it. Annette. And I said, what's Annette? And you said, it's a new Adam, Adam Driver movie. And at that point, I was fully on board because I love keeping track of what Adam Driver's doing. He's very interesting. Uh, yeah. Y- you you watched it. You said, this is sure, surely something. And I didn't know what to take that as. I put it on. I didn't I didn't make it 25 minutes. Yeah, 25 minutes is probably where I start to be. I I kept the whole thing on. I got a lot of stuff done during it, but I saw Adam Driver plays comedian. Seems like it maybe might be a musical. It is a confirmed. Musical. Yeah. It is. You fire it up, you see that Adam Driver plays this comedian who is basically Father John Misty of comedians where his entire show is like the audience is so predictable i'm gonna make you laugh i'm this you're that can't tell if he's fucking with you and i'm like okay and then the rest of the movie is just chaos and a mess and i didn't get it at all there was one part i hope that you got to it did you get to the part where they're expecting a child no ah okay so he is uh, partnered up with what's her name? Cotillard, Marianne Cotillard, Marianne Cotillard. They love each other very much. They sing a song about it. You see the sex scene? I did not. Oh, there's a sex scene. I where quit they, very uh, early. The, I think I say 25 minutes, but I, I yeah, think, I was gonna say the sex scene I thought was like the first 10 minutes, but no, I think that you're forgetting about, about how there's like an eight minute long. Music True. number straight off the jump, That's and right. then they go into the. Uh, I saw that music number, 
and then I saw his stand-up or his like improv comedy show, and that was about it. Oh, okay. And well, that's shortly after he he and Cotillard are riding around on a motorcycle, singing about how they love each other very much. Then they start to have sex, and they're singing about how they love each other very much, and they're harmonizing as they're having sex. And there's like all the mu- there's a big orchestra and everything. And I'm like, man, IRL. That must have been some weird sex, just <laughs> harmonizing a cappella with with a, a big ass orchestra. No, I'm saying like there's no orchestra. Oh, so there. yeah, because like, you're yeah. that. Okay, fair so, enough. If you were to just, I mean, yeah, they're just harmonizing a cappella. You just want the raw audio. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad you, or I'm I'm bummed you didn't get to that part because shortly after. They're expecting a child, and he has a dream about it. And in the dream, someone hands him the baby. He's like standing there waiting for the baby. Like the, the baby comes out. They, I think they, they cut the umbilical cord, and they hand him the baby. And the doctor presents him the baby, and it's a clown. And I'm like, I don't know how this will be used, but I will definitely use this gif as something. <laughs> Somebody like handing you a clown. Oh no! That could be used in so many internet situations. I can't. I can't totally think of it because rent. It's not you like could, if somebody you could po- say like your tweet. Or no, something. but no, but you could just say like somebody posts like a bad tweet, and uh, uh, then you respond with the get that gift, and you say this one's yours. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has your. He yeah. has all your features. <laughs> yeah. Wow, didn't know that you were having a baby. Congrats. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. You dropped this king. <laughs> <laughs> In the context of a baby conversation, that is so fucked. Oh, yeah, true, true. Don't, don't want to say that. Like, if found your... <laughs> so, okay, we would say, found your baby. <laughs> right? Yeah. Found your baby. No, oh, no, no, no. You got to do the Maury thing. Yeah, uh, you, you are, are the, the father. father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Great job. They handed. We the got baby, there. We got. And there. then it's the video of you are the father. <laughs> Amazing. Can't wait to use that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Again, the candles are on sale now. <laughs> nice. Right now, so you can get them now. Don't have to wait for for anything. Do we that movie to... though is crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, it seemed crazy in the first ten minutes. Like the opening. The opening sequence, what they do with like the audio and the visuals, is like yeah. very, very, uh, like very jarring, and I was not a big fan. Um, and then we got two scenes in, I was not into it. I would have left the theater if I went to see this. The uh, one of my very, very few notes on this movie is this movie seems like it was directed by Adam Driver's character in Marriage Story. <laughs> That right. is fair. That's fair from what I saw. He's just like hella, very crazy. It seems like it's hella. I meant to look this up. What does avant-garde mean? No idea. Right? But like people will say like, ooh, it's very avant-garde. Avant-garde means new and unusual or experimental ideas, especially in the arts or the people introducing them. Jeez. Are Vineyard Night's Candles avant-garde? Ooh, I like it. Hell yeah. And don't they, isn't that what people say when they're fighting? Avant-garde? Oh, Am I making that up? 
Yeah, that's um. Or did they say on guard? On guard. Hold on, I've really always thought these were the same. On guard. It means. What does it mean? A call to a fencer to adopt a defensive stance in readiness for an attack. That's right. It means that you're telling someone I'm about to attack you. Which doesn't seem very practical. I haven't been in a uh, rap battle in a long time, but next one I'm in, leading up to it, I'll for sure... Like, you know, like, you're about guard. to go in, like, sometimes you'd be like, uh, yeah. uh. Let's be like, on guard, on guard, and then jump in. Yeah. Give everybody warning. That's a good plan. On guard. Not enough rappers say on guard. I always I, they I should have, say Like, that. a football quarterback should say that instead of, like, ready. They should be telling the defense, yeah. hey, get ready. We're about to Love attack. Love that. You know what? Every, Yeah. I was going to say, Tom Brady's the only one that, like, Tom Brady, like, just cries the whole game. But <laughs> I feel like nobody really yells. Oh, Phil Rivers. Phillip no Rivers. one, like, yells at the defense. Yeah. Like, I'm going to smoke you on this play. <laughs> you suck. Here it comes. Phil Rivers, I feel, would do that. Like, his. Oh, yeah. His center and everybody is like, yo, like, we need to know when to go here. Please stop screaming <laughs> at the other team. <laughs> He's, like, not calling out the mic. He's like, 52 sucks. <laughs> 32, you stink. I could see Philip Rivers being an on-guard guy. On-guard, says Phil Rivers. Love him. Um, lastly, Ted Lasso. There was I was very confused. On Tuesday, there was a lot of people tweeting about the Lasso discourse has gotten so terrible. Lasso discourse, blah, blah. And I didn't know if it was a joke where there actually wasn't any Ted Lasso discourse and people were just referencing a thing. Yeah, because that seems like a kind of joke that maybe we would do, but apparently there was indeed lasso discourse, and I gotta find it because I texted people asking, "What the hell is this lasso discourse?" And apparently, somebody tweeted that Ted Lasso was falling off. They said that he's got a thread on why Ted Lasso isn't as good this season. Well, I'll strongly and disagree that, with that. I disagree too. And then somebody else responded. Carol Blymeyer responded, I think you're not ready to admit that what really bugs you about Ted Lasso is that men go down on women before satisfying their own needs. You hate that women tell men what they want sexually and get it. You feel threatened by confident women. And oh man, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. And oh man, that's the end of the episode. Like I don't know what to say. No, um, the response there was like a lot of like, it's only nine a.m. or something. <laughs> responses to that. It's I would just that is like a classic. It's not that deep. I don't know. I don't know this guy and why he doesn't like Ted Lasso. But I, I I'm willing to bet that it's not that reason. I can promise that it isn't for Junior Soprano reasons. Someone responded, well, I think you're not ready to admit that what really bugs you about Ted Lasso is that men go down on women before satisfying their own needs. You hate that women tell men what they want sexually, and there's a drive into deep left <laughs> by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. That is uh, a wild response. Also, the last two Ted, As- Ted Lasso episodes have been like, I think some of the best of the series. Yo, the Christmas episode was like tremendous. Such TV a classic, classic, 
such a classic Christmas episode where what does it do for the show? What does it do for the storyline? Nothing. Nothing, really. But it's just a lot of cheer. Right. And a lot of people being great to each other. That's Ted Lasso at its finest. But the the one after that, the Nate episode, mm-hmm. oh, my God. One of my favorites. Might be my favorite Ted Lasso episode. That one's very, very so good. Much. Also, there's a lot in that episode, the last one. Oh, there's yeah, like so, so much. much happening. I mean, you could split the Ted Lasso award 10 ways that episode. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso award in the Christmas episode unequivocally is going to Rebecca, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it could go, I mean, it, it could, could go, go to Higgins. To Higgins for sure, yeah. Could go to uh Roy's um Roy's niece. Uh, because she's straight up with her bully and is like, hey, I loved that scene where it was like, hey, you, you made were, me feel terrible. Yeah. It's like, I, and, I don't think that you're a bad person. I just I just want you to do better. You made me feel bad. Yeah, I thought that they had I I that so much. I love that they did that. That was so great. Because yeah. like in any other and any other thing, like the easy thing is like Roy helps her like embarrass him or like get extract yes. revenge. But no, they were just like, hey, you made me feel bad. And. Like, I, I don't know if you meant to do that, and, yeah, uh, you know, I forgive you, but, hey, be better moving forward. And I was like, it, oh, it, that's very cool. It was done in, I mean, it, it, it was literally confrontational, but not non-confrontational. Like, there are times where you want to say, like, hey, um, it was like, a peaceful oh, that was... confrontation. Right, exactly. And they do it. Roy smelling her breath. In responding, I think you you might be dying, <laughs> is the funniest scene I've ever seen involving an adult trying to calm down. No, I let no. I thought that the uh, I thought what's her name Keeley's was funnier because it was like in any other show that happens and they just go they make the painful face and then like no you're good you're good yeah but she her she was literally like that. I'm sorry, I tried, but she like literally like coughing and hacking in her face. She's like, that is disgusting. Um, I do have a question on Keely. What is her job there? Is she chief marketing officer? Chief marketing officer. Okay, and then on the side, she's got her app that she's launching. It's not her app. We stand a hustle. Oh, she's an investor. Yeah, and she's and she's helping like spread it. Okay. Interesting. I mean, Banter's got a lot of money because they are now the sponsor. How do you think how was the uh the Dubai Air thing handled by like Dubai Air? Do you think Dubai Air like was an active sponsor in Ted Lasso? Oh. Wait, is Dubai Air a real I just assumed. Maybe not. Uh Dubai Royal Air Wing? Is let's see, Ted Lasso is Dubai Air a real airline? I don't believe it was. Okay. Um, that would make a lot more sense. Okay, no, it okay. says Dubai Air is a fictional brand. It it very much seemed like yeah, it right, like it could have been. Um, I never so, once looked at like those Ted Lasso kits and was like, "Hey, that's a obviously fake sponsor." Right. Okay, so it says one of the. This is like a big. FAQ on Dubai Air. Why does Ted Lasso's Dubai Air sound look so familiar? Maybe because Dubai Air feels very similar to real life airline Fly Dubai. Oh, okay. Or because the font uh, 
Dubai Air. I, this is I feel good about this because I noticed this. The font that they use on Dubai Air, the the kits, is very similar to the Fly one used Emirates. by Emirates. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Sullivan picked a a team. By the way, might do Chelsea. Chelsea is a good choice. Chelsea just beat the- Arsenal this this uh, past weekend. Arsenal sucks so bad. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> but the kits are great. I got my uh, my latest Arsenal kit, and I'm very excited about it. Yes, love it. So if I get a Chelsea kit, and then I don't end up picking Chelsea, am I a, an asshole? No. I think Chelsea is is like one of those clubs where like you can just have a... You just get a Chelsea uh, Lukaku jersey, you, you'll be fine. Or Pulis- Pulisic. I was going to say, not Pulisic. Either one. Pulisic? I, I mean, they're very chance the rappery type of jerseys. The three, yeah, yeah, they got the three. Um, ooh, I I don't hate these yellow ones. I don't even know what the yellow ones look like. They are yellow. They look like uh, a legal pad. They are yellow cool. with black stripes. They're kind of kind of Charlie Brown looking ass. I would say, is that what Charlie Brown wears? Maybe yes. No, he has the he has the little thing across the middle. He's a little squiggle. Oh, that's right. We stand. And I believe it's a polo. Stand. Oh no, that's is it right. is it a polo or is it a t shirt? Let's see. Charlie Brown fit. You see the people going crazy over it. Taylor Swift wore a dress and then everyone was buying it. Nope. Don't care. Yeah. True story. They were like, she's wore this yellow dress. Here's where to get it. Now it's sold out. It's a whole thing. Yeah, he does wear a little squiggly thing. Yeah, but is it a Not polo? A polo. Or, oh, it is a it's a polo with yeah, yellow shirt, yellow collar, squiggly thing. Wow, okay. In the middle. Polo. And then you guy. got confirmed. Linus carries around a blanket all the time. Kid is obsessed. Uh we stand Rebecca, by the way. We were discussing. Oh, this absolutely. We stand Rebecca. Big fan of Rebecca. Uh Stan her redemption arc. Uh-huh. Stan her just entire vibe. We stand a very tall person. Yep. We stand. We do. Beginning to end. Love it. Top that's to about, bottom. That, that's the. Did you did you appreciate when she made herself big? I did. Yeah. It was the way they shot that was so funny because they made Keely and Nate look, look so small. Like one. It, dude, it was KJ sitting next to uh, Dylan. Yeah. She looked gigantic. Do you know how tall she is in in real life? I'm terrible with height guessing, but she's got to be very tall. Yes, and she how always wears she? heels. So yeah, no. Did oh so you you didn't? I don't know. I, I don't know. Me. <laughs> no. Let's. I know that she's like a this big um, their version of Broadway person. Oh really? Okay. Rebecca. Well, that explains the singing. Yes. Oh, yeah. They get that voice in there every chance they they can. She is played by Hannah Waddingham. Are we going to be like those weird people that... Oh, the first thing that comes up. Hit Hannah Waddingham. Height, 5'11". Wow. Not as, not as tall as I thought. But that's still pretty tall. Well taller than both of us. Well taller than yeah. How tall are you? Like five eight? Well, I'm like five five nine. I'm I, I was five nine, five ten, 
But my back is terrible. I feel like I'm probably shrinking. I would not be surprised if I were to get measured right now and they were like, yeah, you're five, six now. I'd be like, Ugh. That'd, be like a huge, that'd be huge for me. <laughs> pre-pandemic, how tall are you? Five, six. Yeah, pre-pandemic, I think I was definitely five, nine or five, ten. I have no idea what I am now. Find out tomorrow. Should we do a measuring yes, on the absolutely. stream? That'll be the... Oh, so it'll exclusively be music, no talking, and one measuring. And that'll be it. And what is he going to measure? You. Nobody knows. Cop the candles. Watch Ted Lasso. Uh, participate in the discourse. It's a healthy conversation. Oh, uh, Dawson's Creek episode Friday. Hell yes. Duh.